I'm Chuck Smeaton from the Royal Institution of Australia, and this is a Cosmos Briefing bonus episode. Today, we talk with Distinguished Professor of Theoretical Physics at ANU, Susan M. Scott. She's a mathematical physicist working on fundamental theoretical aspects of gravitation and general relativity theory in particular. She has been part of a team of international scientists who have, for the first time, detected the moment a black hole and a neutron star collided in space. Not just once, but twice. It's an amazing milestone in the field of gravitational wave astronomy. Today's interview is hosted by Cosmos journalist Ellen Fidian. I'm here with Distinguished Professor Susan Scott. Susan, can you explain what you've just detected? Well, we've just had the very exciting discoveries for the first time ever of a system of a black hole and a neutron star spiralling around each other and coming together. Now, these are the two most enigmatic objects in the universe. We have a black hole which can't be seen by any other means. And we have a neutron star. Uh, And a neutron star is something incredibly strange and mysterious to us. So to have them come together in one of these systems is an extraordinary occurrence, and we're very excited about it. This detection has been called the missing piece of the puzzle. Why is it so exciting? Well, these systems will tell us an incredible amount of information about the lives of stars throughout the universe. So by studying how a binary system of a neutron star and black hole get together can tell us, for instance, whether they formed in a very dense system at the centre of a galaxy, so they got thrust together, or perhaps they formed in isolation. Uh, Two giant stars came together in a binary system and they went through their lives, alternately becoming supernova and going off a supernova and then collapsing to form a black hole and a neutron star. Could we spot these kinds of cosmic collisions in any other way than gravitational waves? It would be incredibly difficult to to spot these detections in any other way. And the reason for that is that a black hole is uh, unseeable by normal means. So, you know, we can only use something like gravitational waves to see it. And the neutron star may not be emitting radiation. It may not be emitting radio uh, waves or X-rays. And so in that case, it'd be very difficult to know the system even exists, let alone when it's about to collide. And that's the great thing about gravitational wave detectors. Uh, we, we don't point them. We just sit there and wait with them. And if one of these events occurs and gives off gravitational waves, which it should, then we will detect them. A follow-up to that, now that you've got these detectors running over the Um, past few years, how frequently do you think you'll be able to detect black holes and neutral stars coming together? Do you think it's going to be something that happens every couple of years or do you think it's going to be a very unusual event or do you not know? We, as we uh, make these detections of two black holes colliding or two neutron stars or, or one of each, we're able to refine the rate at which they're merging throughout the universe. So we're able to estimate Uh, roughly how often we will detect them. And as our instruments become more sensitive and we're upgrading them at the moment, then we will detect all of these type of events more frequently. So we do expect 
uh, to detect um, a reasonable number more of these, for instance, in the, the next observing run starting in the middle of next year. How can studying these binary systems help us understand the universe? Well, I guess there are three main parts. One is, as I said, we really want to understand the, the rate at which these mergers are happening, and that will tell us a lot about the, the structure and occurrence of these binary systems throughout the universe. We also want to understand, as I said earlier, too, about how they form, how, how they get together in various environment, environments throughout the universe. But I guess the third really big thing we're going after is we really want to understand what neutron stars are made of. What is the composition of that, the very dense material that makes up these denser stars in the universe? And by having collisions of neutron stars and also a black hole in a new, neutron star and possibly astronomers finding uh, other signals from that, then we can use all these various carriers of information to unravel some of these mysteries of what a neutron star actually is. What will gravitational wave detectors be looking for next? That's a very interesting question. As we become more sensitive, we're going after different types of sources. Uh, one thing we really hope to get in the not too distant future is gravitational waves from a supernova going off. So a supernova is a big explosion and not totally well understood. And by receiving gravitational waves from such an event will give us a lot more information. We're also going after a continuous stream of gravitational waves, which are, of course, a lot fainter, uh, but emitted by something like a little tiny mountain on a neutron star. So as that uh, spins around with the, the neutron star, then it emits a very faint stream. And that information will tell us a lot also about the nature of neutron stars. It's very exciting times. Um, Professor Susan Scott, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Remember that you can head to cosmosmagazine.com via the link in the description for more great content. You can also subscribe to Cosmos Magazine, Australia's only science print magazine, and Cosmos Weekly, our online subscription-based deep dive into the biggest issues. This episode is a briefing bonus that complements our longer Cosmos briefing discussions. You can watch and listen to all our briefings via the link that you'll also find in the description. And remember, if you support science and its communication, please support our work at the Royal Institution of Australia. I'm Chuck Smeaton. Today's interview was hosted by Ellen Fidian, and our executive producer is Catherine Roberts. Thank you. Thank you.